Angie has made it easier than ever to hire high-quality pros to get all your home service jobs done well. Just bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie will connect you with local pros who match your specific needs. Or book a service instantly at an upfront price. So join the millions of homeowners who use Angie to care for their homes and get your next home service job done well. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Blue Ribbon Content presents Batman The Audio Adventures. Code 4, bystanders injured. We are Code 4, repeat. This is 2 Adam 1, shots fired at 202 Double A Street. Bystanders injured. We are Code 4, requesting backup, over. Copy 2 Adam 1, can I get your exact 926? In vehicle, 8300 block of Morrison, pin down. Two-faced gang exchanging heavy gunfire with with unknown assailants at 202 Double A Street, over. Say again, 2 Adam 1, what is your 20? That's 202 Doubleday Street. Over. Dispatch. Do you copy? Copy your 22 Adam 1. Be advised the address is a suspected site of illegal narcotics manufacture. Repeat. 202 Doubleday Street is a suspected drugs laboratory operated by the Scarecrow Gang. Over. The Scarecrow Gang? Why is Two-Face hitting one of that psycho's meth lab? Sweet boiled peanuts. I didn't copy that, two Adam one. It's Harvey Dent. He's out of his mind. He's got a double barrel bazooka. He's screaming about two cans. Over. Say again? He's screaming about two cans. Where are the two cans? Over. Like the bird? Over. Affirmative dispatch. That's the assessment on site. That he's referencing the tropical bird, like from the cereal box. Over. Two Adam one. I have the commissioner here. Are you able to? Sweet. Major explosion at the scene. Gas clouds. There is gas billowing from the... Oh. Fall back to Adam 1. <laughs> oh, my God. What did you... He buried me. I do not copy to Adam 1. Did you say he buried me? He buried me. He buried me alive. Let me out of this coffin. Let me out of this coffin. Give me that. Sergeant, this is Commissioner Gordon. You just inhaled scarecrow drugs. You're not in a coffin. You're in your squad car. When did I die? I, I, I don't even remember dying. Sergeant, I need you to stay with me. Do you have your antitoxin? Oh, my God. Commissioner, are you in here, too? Hey, hey, hey. Do you have the Batman's antitoxin? Please don't breathe my air, Commissioner. I can't breathe. Pull yourself together, Sergeant. The worms. <laughs> the worms have... Take your antitoxin. Do you copy? The worms have... <laughs> Teeth! Commission... Damn it, he's gone. If what the Batman tells us is true, he could feel the effects for the next 36 hours. But he'll try to end it all a lot sooner than that. Get a medical unit on the scene. The bat phone. Finally, some good news. All units, be advised. 202 Doubleday Street is an active scarecrow fear gas hazard. Repeat, fear gas is live at Doubleday Street, 200 block. Be advised, the Batman is en route. The Batman is en route. Gotham, a city built in the long shadow of cruel fate. Join us now for a tale of life and death in Gotham City, February 5th. 
Two years ago, Harvey Dent boarded a flight to madness that is now approaching its final descent. His complete mental breakdown is being helpfully hastened by the malicious machinations of the Penguin. This promises chaos in Gotham's world of organized crime, just as the Joker and the Riddler promise servings of their trademark disorganized crime. Holding the center is the Batman. But how long can we ask one man to fight back the void? We rejoin our adventures at a dilapidated duplex located at number two Gemini Street. This is the hideout of the conflicted crime lord known as Two-Face. He is usually of two minds about things, but tonight, both of them are in agreement that his bumbling henchman must answer for the recent fiasco at 202 Doubleday Street. Please, boss. You were a tremendous disappointment to us today, Bob. Both of us. But I'm twice as mad. <laughs> We'd say all hell broke loose out there, Bob. And that'd be a charitable assessment. Boss. Pigs over here, goons over there, and the daggum back right in the middle of it. We were lucky to make it to the safe house, Bob. Boss, let me explain. Save it, Bob. It's simple deductifying. There's no way we hired two idiots, see? So one of you two poltroons has to be the source of the problem. We figured it was Bub. Bub never seems to be on the stick, you know. But the coin says it was you, Bob. And we don't argue with the coin. Boss, please! Where is that kid? Yes, sir, Mr. Two-Face? We'd appreciate a shoe shine, young man. Yes, sir. You know, we wanted those two toucans, Bob. There were no toucans, boss. Is it that our instructions confuse you, Bob? No, boss. I don't get confused. I'm only oh, saying... Oh, he doesn't get confused. Did you hear him say... Yeah, I heard him say that. It's quite a claim, Bob. What? What are you, special, Bob? Is your brain not split clean down the middle like everyone else is, Bob? In other words, is there somehow no longitudinal fissure between Bob's cerebral hemispheres? Oh, shut up, college boy. I just freaking said that. I just said the same thing. Please, boss. No. This is fascinating to us, Bob. This miraculous, undivided brain of yours. We'd like to see it. Oh, boss, don't. No. We want to see it. Come here, you Bob. sissy. Let's just make a little peep hole so we can get a peek at Bob's one-of-a-kind brain. Boss, please, you know Penguin was setting you up. Then the bat shows up, and how do you expect... Careful, Bob. You're all set, Mr. Two-Face, sir. I only shine the one shoe, just like you like. Nice job. Let's ask the coin what kind of tip you earn, kiddo. With a practiced hand, the cloven criminal flips his double-headed silver dollar. Woe betide the boy if his luck is not good. The result? Well, how about that? It's your lucky day, little shaver. Hey, thanks. Never seen a two-dollar bill. <laughs> You're new around here. Now scram before we change our mind. Now, where were we, bub? You know, I think it was coin time. Please, boss, I'm begging you. <laughs> Into the air again leaps the coin, a spinning blur. As the coin is revealed, the terrified underling nearly collapses. With relief. Oh. Oh. Well, well, good side up. Are you Irish, Bob? You got the luck for it. Because this coin says 
you live. But hold on. Have we ruled out a bit of good old-fashioned character-building torture? Oh, please. You'd better ask the coin, don't you think? You read our mind. Oh, please, 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 please. Lifting his palm slightly, the fractured felon peeks at the coin beneath with an acid-scarred eyeball. A moment elapses that takes years. At last, the palm is lifted to reveal the pristine face once again. Oh, thank, that's, that's good, right, boss? We're good? Coin says, we're good, Bob. But suspicion has crept into his voice. Perhaps a flicker of doubt in the wisdom of the almighty coin? We don't argue with the coin, do we? No, we don't. We don't argue with the coin. What? No, I said we don't argue with the coin. The indecision is unnoticed by the ebullient underling, but it does not escape a pair of keen eyes secretly monitoring the scene from the skylight above. Robin a back cave. Mission accomplished. Two-Face had no idea it was me. I even made two bucks out of it. But I'm not sure about this. Discarding his shoeshine boy disguise, the boy wonder cannot help but voice his doubts to the Dark Knight. I gotta say, it feels like a risky play, Batman. Having me swap out Two-Face's coin for that phony you had made up? He's already starting to notice something's weird. I want him to notice, Robin. That's not just a tracking device. That duplicate coin you slipped him is carefully weighted to come up good 77% of the time rather than 50. So the theory is, now three out of four times he'll listen to his better side. My bet is he'll start to question his faith in random duality as the coin overwhelmingly tells him to make the moral choice. Wouldn't it be better to just drop the hammer on him now? I'm looking at enough illegal firearms to arm a small military. And we have eyewitnesses that will testify they saw Two-Face blow up a brownstone. He blew up a drug lab in the Narrows, Robin. Scarecrow is a nuisance to criminals and the decent citizenry alike. Harvey knows how to make that kind of trouble disappear in the legal system. He always does. Despite his illness, Harvey is still a legal genius. No, Robin. There's only one way to rid the city of Two-Face. And that's to appeal to the good man who was once Harvey Dent. He's still in there. I know he is. But why only 77%, Batman? Why don't we put our thumb on the scale a little more? Two-Face wouldn't buy it? Two-Face might, Robin, but Harvey Dent wouldn't. No sane person would believe there's that much good luck in Gotham City. A simple coin toss, fate or physics. If the day is divided evenly by night, then whither the dusk and the dawn? These are the questions tonight planted in the mind of a maniac. But will they grow towards the healing light? The answer will be written in the book of life and death in Gotham City. And now a message from Gotham City Mayor Hamilton Hill. Gotham City, the treasure of the night. Is it any wonder we're world famous? Our fair city has so many claims to fame. Gotham is the largest city in the world. We have more museums than London and Paris combined. I personally try to promote our vibrant manufacturing district and hip foodie culture. But I don't kid myself. I know Gotham City is mostly known for poison gas attacks. And look, hey, in fairness, I get it. <laughs> you know, we got more gas attacks in this town than we have tapas restaurants. 
We got knockout gas, laughing gas, fear gas. What, what? I mean, you know, apparently chemical warfare is outlawed everywhere in the civilized world except right here in Gotham City. Oh, oh, that distinction looks fantastic on a tourist brochure, by the way. No, no, it, it really does. I mean, you, you wouldn't think it, but a lot of people make their vacation plans thanks to reverse psychology. Yeah, yeah, oh, and if it's not clear, I'm being sarcastic. Anyway, GCPD has no reason to think it won't be wall-to-wall -wall gas attacks from Chinese New Year to Flag Day again. We went ahead and put together another catchy instructional song to help you remember what to do in the event of a super crime-related gas attack in your Gotham neighborhood. So, uh, go ahead, fellas. we're going to give a terrorized population. <laughs> wow. And hey, guys, don't think I didn't notice that every rhyme is way with way. Yeah. You guys told me to stop drinking. Yes, you did. Yes, you... No, no, yes, you did. You said it to my face that you had both had your let... Oh, 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 Phil's going through a rough patch, Paul. Oh, that's good. Good for you to look out for your buddy like that, your partner. But I have a question. Then why do you smell like a 101-proof sock to the snot box? Huh, Paul? Huh? No, 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 no. No, you know what? Hey, sorry. Never mind. Never mind. I'm done here. That's it. Oh, no, no, no. Yes, you are definitely going to air this take. This has been a message from Gotham City Mayor Hamilton Hill. Gotham, a city described in charcoal upon slate. Join us now for a tale of life and death in Gotham City. At the stroke of midnight, in the darkened and empty executive office of the Janus Cosmetics Company, a master thief creeps in on silent cat's feet. With purpose, she strides across the ornate Turkish carpet. With skill and stealth, she removes a large painting to reveal, set into the wall behind it, nothing. What the? Catwoman finds to her puzzlement, there is no safe. Yes, that's right. There is no safe. What the? Catwoman has also discovered she's no longer alone in the office. She's been joined by a young woman aiming a flashlight and a look of urgency. You've got about no seconds to tell me what the hell you think you're doing. I think I'm trespassing, after breaking and entering, just like you, Catwoman. So I'd really like this conversation to go quickly and smoothly so we can go home. What conversation do you think we're going to have, Carrot Top? Hold up, I know you. You're that reporter. Vicky Vale, Gotham Gazette. I'm chasing a story and I kind of lured you here. Excuse me? Yeah, sorry. I may have casually suggested to some of my street contacts that there was rumored to be a valuable new chemical formula in a safe in the Janus Cosmetics headquarters. And I'm pretty sure I did not mention that I made it up. Nothing to it. Let me guess, Billy Wristwatch tipped you off, didn't he? Congratulations, Lois Lane. You trapped a cat. That never goes well for whoever has to empty the trap. Okay, this is neither going quickly nor smoothly. The Night Watchman is old, but he's not dead. So please, just listen to me. What makes you think I won't kill you? 
Or at least really ruin your night. Because I've heard stories about you, and if even one of them is true, you're not that kind of girl. That earned you five seconds. Okay, here's my pitch. Don't do it. It's a bad idea. Now you know my ideas, lady? You're some reporter. I know you've got a backpack full of C4 explosive. Not a lot of good ideas start that way. How do you... I can smell the penthrite and the detonating cord. And how... I covered the war in Santa Prisca for three years. I'll never forget the smell of improvised explosives. I'll stop asking. Here's what I know about your plans for tonight. After you robbed my non-existent safe, you were planning to blow the joint sky high because you recently found out Janus Cosmetics is knee-deep in a truly vile program of laboratory animal testing. Still listening. And I know you found that out because it's the mayor who's looking the other way in exchange for some extra greasy palms. The mayor. Yeah, you know him. The handsy sleaze bag you robbed last night. You got his hard drive, didn't you? I'm betting you saw a lot of stuff on that drive that made you angry. And angry people do stuff like blow up factories. I came here tonight to tell you not to. <laughs> You're not telling me anything, Scoop. Except maybe where you get off. I've got two very persuasive reasons why you're going to leave with me right now, Catwoman, with the bomb still in your bag. Number one, the mayor is rotten to the core and entirely under the thumb of the criminal underworld. But he can be brought down. I'm working on it. You're not helping. But you can. If you give me a chance, I'll explain. Now let's wrap this up and get out of here. I promise you're going to want to hear what I have to say. Wait, you said you had two reasons why I should bail on my plan. What's the other one? Oh, yeah, just before you got here, I called the cops on us. If we don't move it immediately, we're both going to jail. I'll post bail. How about you? The felonious feline flashes a sphinx-like smile. I'll go with you, Vicky Vale, Gotham Gazette. But only until I sort out whether I hate your uptown guts or we just became sisters for life. Extra, extra. The Cat Burglar Queen meets the Gazette's Pulitzer Prize winning reporter at midnight. Will a partnership be wrought? Answers in the very late edition of Life and Death in Gotham City. This Friday night at the fabulous Iceberg Lounge and Casino, dance the night away to swinging songs of heartbreak. Oh, 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 it's me. I'm feeling love. If listening to people in obvious pain is your idea of a hot night on the town, the Iceberg has your fix. No one warbles a tale of woe like Miss Violet Bump and the Crime Alley Gals. I'll tell you, it's tough being a Gotham fella's mall. The only shiny things he brings home are bullet casings, and the flowers are always for a funeral, honey. I'm feeling low. Oh, you don't know the half of it, but these girls know what I'm talking about. Sing it, girls. Oh, you ain't been lonely till you've known the lonely I found down in old Gotham. Down. You think you've been low, but Joe, you ain't low too. Oh, Gotham Town. She's got gets style, you down. she's got rhythm, she's got a clinical case of melancholy. Just try to remain hopeful when Miss Violet sings her signature number, Dark Purple Dawn.
dark purple dawn when the silver moon is gone but before the sun it's schadenfreude delightful Oswald Cobblepot promises crushing misery in musical form, and he delivers at the Iceberg Casino. Gotham, a sizzling neon sign blacked out with grime. Join us now for another tale of life and death in Gotham City. Powerful binoculars scan the night sky to find a wobbly police surveillance blimp high above the Gotham skyline. Here it comes again, Batman. Flying erratically, it has been defaced with a green question mark. The emblem of that malignant manipulator, the Riddler. Just as troubling, it has been fitted with an ominous countdown clock. But a countdown to what? The stolen drone is tacking north, Batman. It's repeating the pattern. Robin lowers his binoculars and turns to the grim figure at the wheel of the speeding Batmobile. It's time we looped in the commissioner. Batman, tell me you have something. The countdown timer on that blimp has the city on the edge of a panic. We followed the hacked police drone through two full circuits of its flight pattern, Commissioner. It's not random. Riddler has it tracing letters in the sky over the city. S-O-S. That's not comforting. A distress call? Save our souls and the flight pattern navigates over seven historic cathedrals and places of worship. I put out an evacuation order at all seven locations, and I call in the bomb squad. You better, but I'm not certain that's what the countdown signifies. Riddler is a cynical agnostic, but bombing churches isn't consistent with his obsessions. You know obsessions, Batman. What's bugging you? The man who calls himself Edward Nigma is a homicidal narcissist. He doesn't make any effort that doesn't feed his massive regard for his own intellect. This doesn't. Batman! Look up at the drone! The countdown stopped! Stopped? That makes no sense. You had minutes to go. What? Commissioner? Hello, Batman. Enigma. Are you wondering why my countdown stopped? <laughs> well, here's a little hint. Because it's already too late. Still don't get it? Why am I even asking? You're a clueless window licker. So here's another hint, Batman. Riddle me this. If you're a phony farmer and a lying lumberjack, I'm the only tool you'll ever need. What am I? A phony farmer and a lying lumberjack. I'm a fool. Whoa, Batman! You almost rolled us! The blimp is flying away, Batman! It's harmless, Robin. Riddler played us. If you're both a farmer and a lumberjack, the one tool you'd need would be a combination of a hoe. Hoe? And an axe. It's a uh, hoaxe? H-O-A-X. Oh, you're not serious, Batman. The countdown was fake all along? Batman. Commissioner. We're getting reports of a heist at the warehouse owned by Star Occidental Shipping. S-O-S. It's the Riddler gang. The churches were bait. He had us chasing his blimp while he committed his crime across town. Don't worry, we're on our way, Commissioner. Late. They made off with an entire shipping container of Christmas. Commissioner. <laughs> Do you smell burnt toast, Batman? Well, that's probably because I just blew that five-cent fuse that keeps your 41 brain from shorting out. <laughs> it's a recorded message. I can't trace it. 
This must be painfully embarrassing for you, Batman. <laughs> I suppose the kid is right there to see the spectacular failure. Hi, boy, Wonder. I'm worried about you. Mm-hmm. You let me know if it's not entirely your choice to wear that outfit. Okay? Okay, bud? Okay? <laughs> oh, Batman, I should tell you, things got a little dicey with the security guards, as in slicey dicey. But good news, no one who survived got hurt. <laughs> Anyhow, gotta run. You know that old saying? When you've got a hand grenade, everything looks like an elementary school. It's so true. Ciao, Bella. Outside, the Star Accidental Shipping Group reports our four dead security Media is reporting four dead security guards. He cheated. You couldn't have known Batman. Wrong. Nigma got inside my head. He let me outsmart myself. But he's about to learn a hard lesson. What's that, Batman? This isn't just a battle of wits. On his best day, Edward Nigma may be smarter than I am. But on my worst day, I'm much, much more violent. Charge the taser knuckles, Robin. With a roar of atomic horsepower, the Batmobile slices through the night. What is its next destination? A date with destiny, perhaps? And with certainty, another tale of life and death in Gotham City. The following is a test of the Gotham City Emergency Broadcast System. This is only a test. Okay, I'm very sorry. I'm sorry to interrupt the beep. When that test started, it was only a test, but I've just been handed word that during the test, it became real. You have a note just says Riddler. Well, that's never good. So I guess this is not a test of the Gotham City Emergency Broadcast System anymore. It's real. And I'm not sure what to do exactly. This is my first week. I wanted to impress the boss, so you know, I took the manual home to read, and I, I, I left it at home, okay? Oh, let me find someone who can help. I think the custodian is still here. I think I know enough Portuguese. In the meantime, let's go back to the beep. That's probably better than nothing. Life and Death in Gotham City, Epilogue. Welcome back, Gotham Insomniacs, to Dr. Dulcetone's Wee Hours Nuthouse on WGVO, Gotham's voiceover. My name is the diabolical Dr. Dulcetone, and no, I haven't escaped from a mental institution to kill the Batman. Why does everyone keep asking me that? We're continuing our Late Night Lonely Hearts marathon of listener-requested love songs. We just heard Our Love is Here to Stay, followed by I Dream of Genie with a Light Brown Hair. Let's keep the request coming. Next up on the line, hailing from Amusement Mile, we got Joe. Howdy, Doc. 
Good evening, Joe. Uh, we'll get to your request, but I gotta ask. Amusement Mile? <laughs> Rough neighborhood. Are you participating in a fraternity initiation or something? Are you looking for a good place to hide a body, or are you just a rat that grew large enough to dial a vandalized payphone? <laughs> That's funny, Dr. Dulcetone. <laughs> well, maybe the rat gag was sweaty, but the first two were solid. No, I just like abandoned places for the quiet. Sometimes Gotham is so noisy I can't hear myself think. It's normal to hear yourself think, right, Doc? Sure it is, Joe. Right, right. Hearing other people think that's a no-no. Well, Joe, if you're calling from Amusement Mile after 2 a.m. and you're listening to Dr. Dulcetone, you're my kind of crazy. A lot of doctors think so at first. So are you in love, Joe? Oh, I never touch the stuff. They say when love's got you, you can't eat, you can't sleep. Sounds to me like being handcuffed to a radiator for a weekend, but what do I know? <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, you have a love song you want to request at least? See, I don't think I get love songs either, Doc. You know what a love song is? A love song is some guy who badly needs to tell me he dreams of Jeannie with the light brown hair. Does that not seem weird? <laughs> Good point there, Joe. Seriously, if some weirdo started oversharing about his hair fetish on the subway, be honest, you'd get off a few stops early, am I right? I definitely would. Right. So some box of muffins I never met says he dreams of Jeannie. Okay, fantastic. Is he telling everyone this, or am <laughs> I just lucky? You are a live one, Joe. I'm just asking. How come Alley-oop over here gets to yak my turnips off about his dream? Meanwhile, I share one little dream I have about writing a pornographic Bible on a typewriter made out of a vivisected department store Santa Claus, and Dr. Arkham takes away my volleyball privileges. Wait, what? Well, it's like they say. If you don't want to spend eternity grinning at your coffin lid, Ask the Undertaker to bash your teeth out before he nails it shut. Who... who is this? I told you. Name's Joe. But that's not my real name. Just like your real name isn't Dr. Dulcetone. It's Stuart Doheny of 137 Stillwater Street, 5G. Uh, how do you know where I... Your cat's water dish is empty, Stuart Doheny. And his goldfish bowl is filthy. Are... are you in my apartment? You've got some nerves spinning love songs all night when you've got neglected pets at home. And they call me a monster. Jo... Joker? I know radio DJs aren't rich, Stuart, but that's no excuse for stealing your neighbor's Wi-Fi. Please, Mr. Joker, sir. What... what do you want from me? I've got a request, Dr. D. What else? I'd like you to play Dark Purple Dawn. I've always loved that song. It's like a cold razor blade across your ears. And if you would, I want you to tell all your listeners in Gotham Land to just sit tight until Valentine's Day. And no matter how low down and brokenhearted this town can make you feel, always remember, the Joker loves you. The Joker loves you all. With all my heart and all my soul. 
but doggone it, you always hurt the ones you love. Batman The Audio Adventures, written and directed by Dennis McNicholas. Based on the DC comic Batman, created by Bob Kane with Bill Finger. Based on characters from DC Comics, with performances by Jeffrey Wright, Ike Barinholtz, Rosario Dawson, Toby Huss, John Leguizamo, Bobby Moynihan, Chris Parnell, Paula Pell, Ben Rogers, Brooke Shields, Brent Spiner, Jason Sudeikis, Kenan Thompson, Melissa Villasenor, Ray Wise, Doug Bossy, Erica Phillips, Tony Phillips. Executive produced by John Berg. Executive produced by Killian Van Rensler, Deborah Henderson, and Jordana Freiberg. Produced by Dennis McNicholas. Produced by Angela Petrella. Music by Doug Bossy. Sound recording, design, and mixing by Big Yellow Duck. Sound design, mixing, dialogue editing, and re-recording mixing by Chris Gibney. Production manager, Kay Tinder. Post supervisor, Deanna Saracino. Writer's assistants, Trey Woodard and Scott Weinstein. Additional sound recording by Iceman Audio. Production legal, Jordan Rock. Production accounting, Reva Jones and Stephen D. Smith. Original songs by Doug Bossy and Tony Phillips. Special thanks, Bill Weinstein and Brian Besser. Production services provided by Insurrection Media. The characters and events depicted in this podcast are fictional. Any similarity to any actual person, living or dead, or to any actual events, firms, places, and institutions or other entities is coincidental and unintentional. This podcast is protected under the laws of the United States and other countries, and its unauthorized duplication, distribution, or exhibition may result in civil liability and criminal prosecution. Country of first publication, United States of America. Batman, the audio adventures. Copyright 2019, Warner Brothers Entertainment Incorporated. Batman and all related characters and elements are trademark and copyright DC Comics. All rights reserved.